0: On our podcasts, we'll share our rich 35 years of experience in designing strategies, share clients' experiences, and introduce resources that have positively impacted our clients. We trust that you will enjoy our direct, transparent, and realistic approach to positively impacting the quality of you and your family's lives. Now, onto the show.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Opus Wealth Style Podcast. I'm your host today, Evan Wall, joined with my business partner, Yvonne Watanabe Yvonne, on a scale of 1 to 10 what's uh, your level of gratitude at this moment in time
2: Dude that's a great question I think I think my level of gratitude
1: today is is like an 8 8 out of that's, 10. Pretty that's pretty good It's pretty good We're going to we're going to come back to that topic a little later Love it I uh, I figured today we're going to keep it light we're just going to have fun It's uh it's sort of a holiday episode except by the time you listen to this it will be past the holidays so uh it'll be a throwback holiday episode Uh, But for us, we're just going to have fun. We're not going to talk too much about finance topics. We just want you guys to get to know us a little bit more. Uh, So what I did is I went into chat GPT and uh, asked us to come up with some, asked it to help me come up with some questions. And I thought I was going to do it live. I tested it out. Didn't work so well. So I I played around with it a few times, Um, but we're going to just play around with some questions. Obviously it's not going to be one-sided. We'll go back and forth, but Stay tuned to the end because uh, we have some holiday gifts that we're we're gonna give away. Should you actually reach out and request them, but uh, let's jump in. So I love it today. I figured we'll start with holiday themed. Let's get to know each other, right? Uh, I asked GP, Chat GPT, you know exactly what I just said, and said, let's you know keep it fun. We're okay, embarrassing ourselves a little bit, so keep that in mind. Let's start with holiday traditions. What's your favorite holiday tradition, and why? Do you have any quirky traditions uh, within your family?
2: Yeah, I, I think um, so. I don't know. We we've sort of not like superstitious, but we we really like to start the new year off like with a couple of um, goal setting activities and things like that. I don't know my my we're, we're sort of like that in, in my family. And one of the things that we always do, um, it got passed down to me from my mom, is I go to the bank and I get like a whole bunch of like new crisp $2 bills. Okay, and I give them to like my mom, Joanna and like, so in my drawer now I have like a whole bunch of like $2 bills that I get every year. And and I sort of keep it in my wallet throughout the year. Um, and it's now been like passed down to Joanna's nephews. So I get them $2 bills and I'll get some members of my team, $2 bills and my mom and Joanna. So like they, they, they everybody has them. Um, and then I got a recent tes- text message from my mom. I guess like some random $2 bills that were printed over the last like 20 years are worth like some actual money. Really? Like, you know, like $20,000, like like thousands oh, wow. of dollars, right? So now I have to go back at some point and see if any of these $2 bills like were printed in this particular uh batch or whatever it is um but yeah so that that's a little twenty thousand dollars for a two dollar bill <laughs> no idea I, I have no i have no idea but it's yes yeah, it's, it's sort of you know it's on is my it a list good luck of- thing yeah kind of is yeah it? it's like it's like uh my mom's in sales and so i think she has like some of these quirky things and it's kind of passed them down to me over the years and so we like i said i that and you know as you received in the mail like i yeah, I'm very much into getting sort of daily daily quotes and, and surrounding myself with some positive sort of thoughts during the daytime. So I send everybody in my study group or on the team, whether they read them or not, I don't know if it goes into a drawer, it goes in the trash, but it's sort of irrelevant to me, honestly. I feel like I did my job by supporting right. everybody and shoot out the, the, the daily calendars to everybody. So those are like two things that I do to try to get Folks started off right for the new year. So the New Year's, New Year's relatively big for us. How about you guys? What do you guys do for the holiday? I love, holiday? What's I love yours? that
1: your yours is all about other people, family, people important in your life. I love that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, ours is kind of a silly one. Uh, we're Jewish. We celebrate Hanukkah just as most Jews would. But we, in, in addition to like our just my wife and three kids celebrating Hanukkah during actual Hanukkah, we act we we do a big ha- Wall Hanukkah party with aunts, uncles, cousins, just everyone comes over. And because timing never works out, it never is never during Hanukkah. And more often than not, it actually creeps over into the next year or so, January 6th. I think we got uh, That's so our wall Hanukkah party we, because we just want everyone to be there. And, <laughs> and we host it at our house. Uh, we always have uh, Italian food and latkes. Uh, so so just a, a very random but uh, personal <laughs> mix that everybody seems I to love. That. love so we just, yeah. we just stick with it. The mountain of presents has gotten so big because there's more kids every single year now with all the cousins, you know, us having kids, our cut co- my cousins, et cetera, uh, that I've, I've started to, I got to restrict these, these gifts. It's like, uh, you know, I got to put rules in place. So these, it doesn't take three hours to give out gifts, it. which it has in the past. Which yeah. is too much. So anyway, that's, uh, that's probably my, my favorite holiday tradition is uh, awesome. a Hanukkah party.
2: I love that. We just started. So, uh, so, so we moved into our home in December of twenty. 20- 2021 yeah 2021 so that Christmas we didn't host um but you know i think going forward our house is kind of like a good place for for all mm-hmm. the family to get together so we hosted last year we host this year and um and joanna is very into like doing competitions so last Jeff, year it was like a that. bunch of kids and, and adults were like split into teams doing a gingerbread house competition. Oh, no, That's a good. Idea. There was some, like there were some claims of collusion because one of the dads yep, was a, yep. a judge. And then, you know, people are really like up in arms about this. So um, <laughs> there's now going to be like a, a competition this year where where folks get broken up into teams. I bought a trophy, like a Santa trophy that says like. You it's know, for a gingerbread building, still. No, it's gonna be like there's a whole bunch. There's a couple of different. There's like one mental one. There's gonna be one physical challenge. There's gonna be like a. It's like broken up. It's you know. It's uh, send uh, me the
1: details. I'm gonna incorporate that. We one thing we we've kind of gotten away from it. We, in the past we would do a joke challenge. So everybody, you don't have to, but if you, you go around in the room and whoever wants to tell a joke would tell a joke. And, uh, and I'm the MC, so I'm the single and sole judge. So I determine (laughs) who who got the biggest laugh and whoever got, whoever I think got the biggest laugh gets the first gift. Love it. And so now that we, but now that we have more kids, we, I did like, which kid can jump the highest and they all start jumping and you know, everybody, that's great. But they're getting a little older where we can do like more fun stuff now. So I love, i anyway, love that send that along i'm gonna i'm gonna incorporate we'll do. that we'll do so uh let's move on to the next one so uh let's see the gift giving if what's uh what's the the best and worst gift you've ever received or given man that's wow best gift
2: i've been given man that's a tough I can't one your i And obviously right well that's a good one i the, the first thing that comes to mind is a random but I go to um, I work out at an Orange the Orange Theory studio. Like a lot of people are familiar with this, so this is where I go work out. And uh, and I I went to the studio on my birthday. And normally they do like you know, maybe they take a picture with something like you you did a workout. And I I always refuse because I don't like taking you know my picture and after I just work out. But they gave me like a handwritten birthday card, and I was like, huh? For some reason, it just was so unexpected. It was like actually touching. I I can't explain. Like I genuinely felt yeah. like touched by the by them giving me like a, a handwritten birthday card. It was the most recent one that came to memory. Obviously, Joanna probably kill me because she's given me a million great gifts yeah, over the years. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but for whatever reason, I walked home and I was like, or I went home and I was like, man, Joe, they gave me like a birthday card, and it was just so random, so unexpected that my gym would get. I I don't know. That's so that for me, a recent gift was the birthday card from the orange theory studio that I go work out. at. Wow. Yeah. I bet they, they wouldn't expect that. We should uh, we should for sure. Out. I'll, sh- I'll shout them out for sure. It was, yeah. it was legitimately touching for whatever reason. Yeah.
1: Yeah. When I, I thought about it for myself, uh, I went, I went way back to, you know, childhood and uh, I was a golfer when I was uh, still a golfer, but uh, I golfed when I was a kid and I was really into this tailor-made nubbins putter. And for any golfers out there, you probably know what it is. It's, it's like got this rubber face where anyway, and we didn't have, uh, we were, we were fine. We we're middle-class. middle class we did not have a ton of money. So, uh, but it was an expensive putter, especially for, well, I was for 12, 13 years old. Um, and so I, my dad was very good at playing it off. Like we're probably not getting that. And, uh, and he wrapped it in this like elaborate box where like, I could not figure it out. Um, and, and it was great. It was, uh, I made many putts with that, love, with that putter over the years. I love that. And do you still have it? I moved on from that butter, uh, <laughs> several years ago, but, uh, but I played with it for probably 10 years or something. So, That's funny. You know, I've been playing That's awesome. for a while. um, and I have a, I get, when, when it said, what's the worst gift you've ever given? I can't, oh, yeah. I can't say to the audience, but there was one in particular that I, I gave to Lori that just. Didn't go well. It didn't go. Let's just, let's just say it. it didn't go as I had envisioned in my head. And, you uh, thought
2: it. you thought it was spot on. You thought it was just like a thought very thoughtful gift. Funny. I thought she would think it was funny, Got and it. she did not.
1: She did. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: you have to share with me on off camera what that is. I can't even think of a bet. I I I I would consider myself a pretty good gift giver. Like I'm an awful gift receiver. Like I'm, I'm like a, it's like a meme. Like if I, you know, if I want something, I generally would just go pick it up. And and if, you know, if I don't get it, then it's like, maybe I can't afford it or like something different, but I'm just an awful gift giver or gift receiver. Like Mm -hmm. apparently I'm tough to shop for, but I feel like I'm a decent gift giver. Yeah. Yeah, That's a good quality. It's good quality. I I much prefer giving gifts than receiving gifts. I'm kind of awkward about like getting stuff. I don't know. Just
1: normal it's yeah
2: normal it's weird
1: any uh looking back on your childhood holiday memories any of that just looking back just makes you laugh at yourself
2: no about laugh laughing at myself i think you know my childhood or christmas time we used to go spend a lot of it in venezuela with my family mm-hmm. um, and that was like some of the best times of my life just going there spending christmas with them um, my basically my you know, during the summers and also during Christmas time, my folks would like put me on a plane. I was one wow. of those kids. I don't know if you have ever seen that, yeah. but like flying with like like my ID pouch in my front, and my parents oh, really? would like leave me at the door at the airplane, and a stewardess would like go take me. And like, how old? Eight. Wow. Seven, eight. Like, yeah. of course, I, I wouldn't even dream of doing that today, right? Um, but for whatever reason, it was like, kind of, sort of commonplace. And I would go yeah. spend my Christmas in, in, uh, in, um, in Venezuela and, and uh, the, the summers there. So I always have really, really fond memories of everybody uh, spending time there. I think that was the year, if I, if I remember correctly, that was Christmas when I flew first. Then my mom and dad flew second to meet us there. And I got stung by a scorpion.
1: Oh my um, God, a scorpion. Yeah, it,
2: yeah. I got stung by a scorpion in Venezuela when I was a kid and they had to, we were in like this remote town by the beach. We had to go, they killed the scorpion. We, we, it was like a comedy of errors. We, we got into a car, the car, they went to turn it on. The car had no gas, went into the other car, drove, found my aunt was the only one who knew like where the hospital was. She mm-hmm. like is like half out of it. We get there. It's like a one room hospital. Mm-hmm. My, my other aunts like questioning this lady. Cause apparently the doctor looked like she was 12 and like, <laughs> you know, the, I was screaming. It was, it was, it was wild. Like I, I remember it so vividly. Um, and I pretty, I'm pretty sure that was a Christmas experience.
1: That's like, did, did that, did, where did it bite you? Like on your ankle or foot? Or it was, something? it was it right on my, it was really? right on my
2: bicep. Like I just remember it feeling like it was on fire. Um, basically oh I was God. in a hammock and it must've been like either on the wall or in the hammock oh. and it just stung me and like, it was over. Yeah. Freaking me out. Oh, it did. It me. was, it was wild. It was wild. What about, what about you? Any, any embarrassing or funny stories from, from, from your childhood?
1: I'm sure there are the, just, you know, what as it relates to, uh, the holiday times, or really specifically Christmas for, for my childhood, I was just always spent movie and Chinese food. And that was like, I. it's not even like our family tradition, it's like a Jewish person tradition sure, sure. in like the Northeast anyway, I don't know. But uh, it was just, we, we always saw like a good movie uh, or some movie that was out in theaters and it was the theaters were empty, which was great. And then we went out to like a great Chinese restaurant and they were all open, which is also great. And you know it's always better eating in the restaurant than than getting delivery. Absolutely. So, right, what uh, are you
2: What are you doing this Christmas? Are so you guys have We're flying. Plans? We're actually
1: fly- <laughs> we're going to have Chinese food. We're flying down to. Uh, we're taking my kids and flying down to see my parents in Florida. Uh, and my mom just texted that she's going to order Chinese food. So love uh, it. We'll keep keep the traditional. Keep, keep that tradition alive, man. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. So for the so for the last one, let's let's re- reflect on the year. What do you? What did you what did you learn from this year? Any big wins or successes you want to share, but mainly what did you learn from this year?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. I think the 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 one thing that my wife shared with me this year, that Joanna shared with me this year, that was like a real eye opener was she sent me this video and she said like don't get offended by the video, just kind of watch it and like, you're a great partner, but just watch the video without the lens of like getting defensive, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, she mm-hmm. kind of like preface it and she sends me this video. So and immediately the, you got defensive. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, I'm, I'm in for it. So <laughs> the, the general premise of the video, and it was really powerful for me to watch was. When, when I'm, let's say I'm doing some chores around the house, right. That we, that are joint chores that we both have to do, whether it's laundry or dishes mm-hmm. or something else. You know, I'll, I'll often ask her like, Hey, what do you need help with? Mm-hmm. And, and the, the phrase, like, <clears throat> what do you need help us doing? Or what do you need help with? What chores need to be done? Whatever that implies the helping her implies that there are her chores to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm helping her with her chores, mm-hmm whereas the the real conversation the the real reality of it is they're the household chores that need to be done between both of us, yeah, right or or we outsource it, right? Mm-hmm. but like that's the household chores that need to get done. Mm-hmm. So the phrase like, "Hey, what do you need help with?" really implies that they're hers, and I'm doing her a favor by helping her with those chores, and so that like reframing of Hey, what needs, maybe it's, Hey, what else needs to get done? What haven't you done that I can do? Like, and, and just sort of thinking ahead around that piece of it really was like genuinely valuable for me to reframe my thought process around how things get done in our house. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if it's like just social norms or conditioning or whatever it might be, but like, it really helped me again, reframe my perspective on how to again, I'm about to say like how to help her, but really like, how do we accomplish these things together mm-hmm. and not me just helping her with the things that she needs to get done because primarily she is historically been the one that does it. Right. So, mm-hmm. so that's like a sort of an eye opener for me as I, as I go, you know, go forward. I'm, you know, I think we're all trying to get better at being parents or husbands or yeah. wives or, you know, just at, at everything. Right. So this was a, this was one that Thankfully, I was open to hearing because sometimes, you know, you may not be, you know, all that open to receiving the feedback, or you could have been defensive in that moment. But for whatever
1: reason, like it really was eye opening for me to to, to kind of see and hear that. So yeah, language, um, hopefully- language matters, you know, language matters in what you say to yourself, what you say to, to people around you. And you know, just a small change like that. Yep, yeah, could could change change a yeah, lot. So
2: definitely, and I think you know, again, besides that, like I think just leaning into the gratitude. I think sur- Surrounding myself with, you know, great like minded partners, clients, friends, books, quotes, positive content, coaches. Like it is not easy to function in today's world with, in, in a sort of a, with gratitude and grace mm-hmm. and like positivity. I think there's so much good and so much, you know, negative out there and you can really sort of shift your focus on whatever is there. And, and social media has its positives and, and also sort of, sort of its negatives. And I don't know, I think it's, it just has been reiterated to me this year in particular to make sure that the people that I surround myself with are ones that I like to spend time with, that I Care about that um are thoughtful that care about me like those types of things those relationships are critically important to me and i think you know again we're super excited to have you on board genuinely genuinely appreciate everything you bring to the table on a daily basis like again it just it's um it's in it's so important for us or for me at least and so you know again i'm that's a big reflection for
1: me this year for sure i yeah. appreciate the kind words and yeah, uh, yeah. that feeling for sure is mutual I, I wrote down a, a quote the other day. One can have no smaller or greater mastery than the mastery of oneself. Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, I heard that from the audio book I'm listening to, Masters by I think it's Robert Green, if I remember correctly. Yeah, Robert Green. Great book. Highly recommend it. And it's it's all about that, right? I, I, I spent my entire year seeing so much growth in my business over the last couple of years, which is a lot of fun, right? Growth is is great. is a, is a lot more fun than stagnation or, yeah. or moving backwards. And so, but I I do think that a lot of the growth in my life has come from simple things like that, like uh, that you mentioned with Joanna, of just being more available and alert to not just asking what do you what do you what can I do, what do you need me to do, but you know trying to trying to get ahead of it, and instead of getting mad at uh, in in my own mind about why this house is so messy, just, just clean stuff, just pick stuff up and start to take some action. But one of the things that my very generous, uh, assistant Megan sent me, I think for, I think it was January of, I think it was either last year or this year, I forget which year it was, but it was, uh, the five minute journal. Uh, you can pick one up at IntelligentChange.com. but, uh, I do this every night. And every every morning when I wake up, and every night before I go to bed, and it just asked just a few questions. So first, when you wake up, I am grateful for list three things. What would make today great? List three things. Daily affirmations, couple things. Uh, And then at the end of the night, or at the end of the day before you go to bed, three highlights of the day, and what did you learn today? And so I just I did that every morning and every night for the whole more than a year now, and. I really do think it, it made a difference. Lori has told me that I seem happier and I don't think that's the sole reason, but certainly it adds to it. And uh, even uh, about a month or two months ago, uh, I had another gratitude journal that was gifted to me that I you know, had these others. So I just, I get, I gifted it, to, I re-gifted it to uh, my daughter, Quinn, who's six years old and she actually loves doing it with me. And it's one of my favorite things that we, she comes in in the morning and we do our gratitude journal together and uh, she loves to, play the That's game awesome. of going to bed as late as possible. So she waits till everything is done. She's like, oh, wait, what about our journal? And she knows I'm a sucker so I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, let's go do our journal. Um, but we do it together and it's awesome. And I love that I'm instilling that same thought process of being grateful for all the awesome things that I, we have in our lives, she has in her lives. And so, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the first 10 people to reach out uh, are gonna get a free version uh, or a free book, uh, the five minute journal. I I pass it on to people as gifts just because I want to spread the love. And so uh, the first ten people to reach out, happy to uh, send them your way, either for yourself or other loved ones in your life.
2: I love it, man. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a really cool tradition or, or sort of ongoing practice that you have. And I'll definitely try to steal that when when uh, when Mia is a little bit uh, older and can can actually write. Right now, she's scribbling crayon oh, with yeah. crayons usually yeah, on my yeah. furniture. <laughs> um, everything besides paper. But but yeah, I, I I love that, man. I think that's a great idea. And I, I think going forward next year for 2024, I think that's a cool, positive, ongoing practice for us to have in general, just keep yeah. passing on that gratitude. I think that's that's 100% what we're about as a firm and, and yeah. individuals. So I'm psyched yeah. about it.
1: Absolutely. This is our last recording of 2023. We were, I don't know how many we did, but uh, it was a bunch, a lot of great episodes. Go back, check them out, reach out. If there's any other topics that you want to want us to touch on, again, check out our YouTube channel, follow us on Facebook, uh, give us a like, subscribe. We read all reviews and appreciate every one of them. So we'll see you next year or for you guys, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it, man.
0: Thank you for listening to the Wealth Style Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available.
3: This podcast is intended for general public use and for informational purposes only. Yvonne Wantanabe and Evan Wool are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities LLC, PAS. Securities products and advisory services offered through PAS member FINRA SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. PAS is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Opus Private Client LLC is not an affiliate or subsidiary of PAS or Guardian. Opus Private Client LLC is not registered in any state or with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission as a registered investment advisor. Yvonne's California Insurance License Number 0H44206 Evans California Insurance License Number 0H04936 Compliance approval 2024-167405 expires January 2026.